Welcome to Tether Together, a podcast about friendship, care, and connection from Laura Interlandy and Erica Livingston of Birdsong Brooklyn. We're so glad you're here. Hi. Hi. (laughs) Coming to you live from the bed. That's right. It's a cozy place to record a podcast. Yeah. Welcome to Tether Together. Mm-hmm. This is Erica. And this is Laura. <laughs> <laughs> and we are excited to tell you, I mean, if you're here, you already know, but we... It'd be weird if you didn't. Yeah, <laughs> it's you're just, like, just hearing this. It's not in your mind. <laughs> be careful because someone has messed with your audio equipment in your home or your phone, but... <laughs> We have a podcast. Hi. And this is it. And this is our first episode. So this is just a low-key intro episode. Low-key. Yeah. I'm sure we're not going to expound on anything or activate any portals or go deep or go hard or be too much. Mm -mm. Surface. I think never too much. When (laughs) 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 That That is an idea. That is a concept. I think when people think of us, they really think surface. Yeah, never too much. Never too much. Not a lot. Digestible chunks. Goldilocks. Yeah. Just right. That's just what they right. think. Yeah, just right. What if it was tether together? We're never too much. <laughs> <laughs> I think we just got a sponsorship. Yeah. From yeah. who? Mm. I don't T- know what TVD. is too much. Yes, we'll see. T- <laughs> TV commercial here. <laughs> That's right. It's kind of early for a commercial. Yeah. <laughs> Time for a commercial break. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, eventually we do want to put commercials in here. Yeah. But this one I think we're going to go with just straight up hey, chat. How's it going? This is the hard chat. Yeah. So you might be someone who knows who we are. If so, hi. We miss you, probably. If you know who we are, we probably know who you are, and we'd like to spend time with you. And if you don't know who we are, hey, hey, it's nice to meet you, and I'm really, hi, really glad that you're here. And I guess we'll kind of introduce ourselves and what this even is, Yeah. which we're still letting unfold and figure out ourselves. Yeah, we're just, just wading into the waters of our minds. And Y'all, friendship. I'm going to be really forward and honest and say right here, right now, because that's what Uh-oh. I'm going to. I'm going <laughs> to mark this. Don't ruin it. It just started. <laughs> I'm going to mark. And she takes the podcast moment. minute three. <laughs> Canceled. Canceled. I am going to. Well, what I want to do is set the intention of being really transparent and honest on this podcast, right? Yeah. I want to like act like. I'm keeping up for anybody. So I'm going to be honest in saying that if this is the history of how we got to this moment. Laura has been wanting us to do a podcast since God was a boy. Mm. It's true. Mm. I mean, truly. Mm-hmm. Three years? I mean, God's been a boy a lot longer than yeah. that, I guess. I don't know. I actually don't know him. But <laughs> she's wanted us to do a podcast a long time. And I have been, even though we preach yes and to the high heavens, I have been no budding it. No budding it. You've been no budding it all been day saying, long. No, but this, no, but that for a really long time. And I've been like, but you talk all the time. That is true. You about me. are never not talking. Even though I do have an absurdly small mouth, she which is we've been talking about. <laughs> that is its own episode. <laughs> If you want to learn about Erica's dental history, tune into episode five. 
featuring There's an interview with an lot. oral surgeon. <laughs> There's a lot to talk about there that is not only practical magic, but also very ethereal thoughts about the connection of lineage and teeth. Okay. <laughs> But anyway, that's a different episode called That's the Story Hashtag About Tea. surface. <laughs> okay, so we have been wanting to do, Laura has been wanting to do a podcast for a long time. Yes. And that is because of the talking. The talking. And the sharing of our own medicine through voice. Well, and with the idea of being people who grew up being too much for many spaces, you know, being, feeling like we're too much, having so many ideas. We were both actors and writers and performers and basically using our voices in written and spoken forms across all media for many, many years. And so the easiest thing, the, the flip of something like, wow, we're too much. I have this block from not wanting to step forward into my too muchness. The flip of that is putting yourself in that vulnerable space and saying, why don't I actually be too much in a space intentionally? Mm -hmm. And whoever wants to show up and hang in that space is welcome to. And let's create a container for the too muchness and really celebrate it. Mm -hmm. So that's my intention. You know what's something cool my mom did when I was a teenager? Did she do something cool? She did do something very cool. (laughs) She allowed me to paint my room any way I wanted with like literally no restrictions. Ooh. And my, the main home I lived in, I moved around a little bit, but the main home I lived in, the last home I lived in when I lived with her, I was allowed to just like put anything on my wall. And when my friends would come over, they could paint on my wall Mm. and like sign my wall or like do a huge Like signing a cast, but. But like it was my, in my bedroom. Cool. And in some ways, I don't know, the vision of that came up, like as you were talking about, like creating containers for too muchness because. Like that was. I mean, it's one gonna. Otherwise, it's gonna happen at the diner. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's gonna. It's gonna spill out somewhere. The word vomit. Maybe right? people Why that do here? graffiti didn't have moms that would let them paint <laughs> on their walls. <laughs> I really appreciate graffiti, though. I'm not knocking. There it at was all, one and time. I love it very much. I live in Bushwick, Brooklyn. Yes. And Bushwick is known for the graffiti, and it is a huge part of the daily medicine of the land that I live on right now, currently. Well, when I was like 20-ish, which was like five minutes ago. Totally. <laughs> when, I was, when I was 20-ish, I came home for a summer, being home being Vancouver Island, and the house that my parents were living in at that time, there was not a lot of space in that house. And my, my brother was still living at home and my grandparents from England were out and staying for a long swath of time. And I think my parents had some guilt about basically being like, mm, too bad, so sad, where are you going to sleep? And they actually bought a small immobile trailer like that you would pull on behind a pickup truck for a camping trip. Okay. And they were like, you can sleep here at the side of the house. Whoa. <laughs> and they let me paint that space. And I had well, they some, better have. They put you out back like a dog. They did put me out back <laughs> like a dog. But I also was like, I can do whatever I want in here. And totally. like, no one even knows who's even coming up in my trailer. And that is the best. Know, that was great. Or, or, 20. And, or 20 are an actor <laughs> and homeless. And I painted it and I thought I was being really cool and intentional with the colors and 
you know what it looked like? It looked like the Flintstones. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like it wasn't cute. I don't it remember was, the interior decoration ever, of the Flintstones. Have you ever seen the color peach and the color royal purple together? Mm. Mm. Don't make a swap. I mean, I haven't that. seen that. <laughs> I haven't seen that in like a decorating format. It wasn't before. cute. Yeah, it doesn't sound But there was an 8-track in there, and there was, you know, there were some, yeah, there were some good things. But anyway, containers. Sounds cozy. Yeah, it was fun. It was a good summer. I didn't have children. I did what I wanted. Mm -hmm. I just went places with my own body. Yeah, Mm -hmm. autonomy. Everybody Mm -hmm. loves that. Yeah, came and went. (laughs) (laughs) So... This is our container yeah, for this. For too muchness and for, I mean, and also, like we said before, joking, not joking. Like, for some people, maybe this is, like, just rightness. And uh, we hope you find it that way. Or that our too muchness just permissions yours. Um, yes. One thing that we have definitely done since, okay, so who who are we? That's one thing we know. should talk about. So my name's Erica. Am I Erica. supposed to answer that right now? Who yeah, let's you? introduce ourselves. Right? each other. I'm Erica. I am Laura. <laughs> am originally from Jackson, Mississippi. I live in Brooklyn. I said that already. And I am a doula and a mother and a person. Mm-hmm. And trying to TBD. exactly see what yeah. Say I'm saying person with a question for some reason. Um well, mainly because I'm trying to think really quickly, like, wow, what all do I want to say? Because we didn't, like, script, oh, this is exactly how I should introduce myself. Because that's not fun. So, <laughs> I, you know, what I am is some things that I like. Um, I really like this kind of connection time with Laura. I like this type of connection time with other people. I like supporting people. I like roller skating. Um, I like to do crafts. Uh, I like to create things. I love writing um, and I love my kids. Mm, they're good. And I also love being a doula. And that is like, um, what we hope this podcast is, uh, is that it supports you the way we do the people that, you know, we serve, that we serve, like we serve families and other doulas. We serve people that are, um, on the threshold and crossing it and into it of, you know, we serve parents, um, and families, and we kind of hoped that we would make something eventually that would be that in your pocket a bit, like a doula mm-hmm. in your pocket. And so that's who I am. And now you tell who you are, and then I guess we'll tell like how our origin, because that seems kind of nice. Yeah, people always start with those, right? I guess. Yeah. Profesh. Back when we were Vikings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Laura. And I, uh, I was born in England, but I grew up on Vancouver Island in Canada. And I very much identify as like a British Canadian, Canadian Brit. Um, P.S. though, today at the diner, she ordered Eggs Benedict without Canadian bacon. And she specifically <laughs> said it really dramatically. <laughs> I don't want it Canadian bacon though, to the point where everyone would have assumed if we all didn't know just now that she introduced herself as Canadian, everyone would uh, have assumed that she 
hates Canada. Like that I was anti-Canadian. Because there is yeah, disdain is for Canadian ham. It's so thick. <laughs> I mean, it's fat. Yeah, I don't want to get into that. That's okay. not what the podcast is about. I know, about. but it's, it's just not like a about fun meat. fact this about This isn't today. a meat. Vegans, come back. Yeah, come on okay. in, vegans. We All right. You. <laughs> Subscribe. Um, <laughs> we should have done a content warning there for the old uh, meat sources. but Sorry, maybe we'll put that in the show notes. Show notes. notes. <laughs> okay, skip. Uh, minutes 9 through 11. <laughs> um, I... Yeah, I grew up really very much in a very free way with parents who are not hippies at all and do not would be very disappointed if I identified them in that way. But I did grow up in a very free way, um, connected to nature with a lot of freedom to connect to nature. And that lives in me for sure. And, you know, like all really ungrateful children, <laughs> the second I could leave Vancouver Island, I did. And it it was then 14 years of living in big cities. So I lived all over the world in urban scenarios and was an actor and mostly that before I had kids and was a doula. Um, and I love theater and I love language. My acting training background was in Shakespeare. So like as nerdy as you can get with language, I'm into it. And I love writing. I wrote for lots of years, very privately with and to and for myself without sharing that in any way. Um, But I do share my writing. I did have a blog for a while that was kind of secret And then when we started Birdsong, I really put a lot of my writing energy on Instagram. And in some ways, that is why I'm here on this podcast and wanted to do the podcast because for a while, I've been feeling a little bit of resistance with the Instagram space because even though I've enjoyed that space and do enjoy that space as a place for connection to happen and our community... If I can say we have a community, I feel very much like we do online, specifically on Instagram, is beautiful and very real. And mm-hmm. that is the Great way people. I've connected with with people across my various mothering thresholds in a way that has tethered me back to me and my creative writing voice and also to others that I might never have met. And I feel like sometimes I'll do a post or I'll make some stories, or I'll do like a question box. And what comes back either in the comments or in the DMs or in, you know, in response to questions will be so deep and so rich from other people to me that I almost feel like, how can we possibly have this conversation on Instagram? Mm-hmm. The container isn't big enough. You know, the the character limit isn't big enough. Now the algorithm's all intense. And so people that genuinely want to engage aren't able to find your stuff and then people that don't necessarily care are just kind of scrolling through and not we're not in a deep relationship and so it's just been feeling lately like this kind of inequitable place and this um sticky place that also I find for the clients that I serve the social media sphere is a triggering place Hmm. in new parenthood it can be it can be a nourishing place and I think that has been occasionally, true. but mostly it's a place for comparison, judgment, and fear, looking at exclusion. why don't I look that yeah. way? Why is that their journey right after having a kid? 
Or why don't, you know, we, we serve clients who will say things like, no one liked this post about my kid, or Mm -hmm. I put up this picture of myself in this vulnerable way and now I regret it. Mm -hmm. Or I saw someone posted something and I think they're talking about me. And it felt like this really tricky. tricky space. And so I felt almost like ethically as people who like to have conversations and like to build community and want to go deep into certain topics that we needed a container that was off of social media so that we could continue to give, we could continue to interact, share, um, Mm -hmm. but maybe felt more intentional because something I've been thinking lately about the social media space is although you might consent to follow someone, you don't necessarily consent to see everything they post and everything Instagram decides they think you should see. Mm -hmm. So you could be just like having a great day and then your feed is just full of stuff that puts you in a tough space Mm -hmm. or vice versa or whatever. So what I hope people feel with this podcast is that they're here because they want to be here. And if you're still listening to whatever the hell we're doing, that you're having a good time. You know, and you're getting a little bit nourished and that you're feeling seen in this space. And um, I really do want to share abundantly and generously with the ideas that I have, but I do want to do it in a way that is like non-harming. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. And I think that like one thing that's coming up for me right now is those of you that are, you know, kind of here from the very beginning saying, yeah, I'm interested in hearing what happens here feel free to reach out to us because we are open to hearing what people would like this to be and to grow this as a community because it really is an a commu- offering. A community offering. This yeah. is a community offering. And a conversation. I mean, we're going to have fun while we do it because that is time. like for sure our mission <laughs> behind most things. We're having a party in the bed. We are. That's we have what beers we're, in the bed right now. Yeah. It's great. But, you know, we're going to have a fun time and and try to have a fun time the whole time. But also, if you're listening and you're like, wow, what I'd really love from this and it's coming up for you, like you can, yeah, like send us an email, reach out, let us know what you're looking for because um, we're excited to give it to you. And the truth is like everything we do now in this phase of life, like post-actor into doula life, that threshold You know, we just now, for sure, we do apply the holistic doula lens to everything that we do. Yeah. So although this isn't like a podcast about being a doula or only for doulas, the way we approach talking about things is with the tools that we use as doulas. And one of the things that we use as doulas is we just like show up and we're very present and we listen and then respond to what the needs are in the moment. And so I think that it's very much in line with who we are and what we do that we're, we don't have like, and here's what every episode is going to be. And it's going to be us interviewing like famous people on their work, or it's going to only be birth stories, or it's only going to be um, whatever, you know, it's like, we definitely want this to feel it's your variety show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's your variety show. And it's a space where we get to kind of like share a bit about who we are and talk about stuff that we think is important and mm-hmm. in a way that isn't getting to be spoken about maybe in as deep of a way because we're all so heavy on the socials. 
right? Yeah. And the Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff, it can only hold so much. And when that becomes your whole news cycle, yeah, the conversations can only go so far. Yeah, and that kind of like leads into what we wanted to talk about next, which is like, why is this called Tether Together and how that relates to who we are? And and the irony of that even, right, of like um, talking about wanting more um, connection off socials, but creating something that is something you listen to with your earbuds um, or your AirPods or mm, your fancy, whatever, your Beats by Dre, like whatever thing you put on your head to listen to this. Um, you know, maybe we're talking through people's sonos. Wow. Are we like reverberating on multiple... Uh, units we're of we're in cars. Wow, we don't know. How do we know? We Lots don't know. We're not controlling. Though. But we're coming through some kind of a speaker or something <laughs> right now, which is like the opposite of like an IRL connection. And yet, we're telling you to tether together. And um, the concept of that has come to us through the evolution of our friendship, um, which is our business. Our business and our friendship are one thing. The idea that, like, business isn't personal is not what our vibe is. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Like, mm, it's not personal. Don't take this personally, Erica, yeah, but that's like just never a sentence we say. Because mm-hmm. our business is very personal, and we we own a business together, and we also have business that we do one-to-one when we're doing one-to-one doula work. We're also mentors and course creators and teachers and trainers and... You know, we, through that, thread our friendship. We thread our friendship through, through everything all we do. of those things that I just listed. And yeah, like even when I'm serving a client on Vancouver Island who will never meet you in person or mu- or actually One will. Gosh, come on, sorry. Come on. I'm going to just retract. <laughs> will for sure meet you in person One go. day. But isn't meeting you or being served by you physically? What if the first space? time I ever go to Vancouver Island, I'm like, the first thing I have to do is knock on the doors of every, every client, client that Laura's ever served <laughs> and introduce myself. Hello. How, what has she told you about me? <laughs> it's all false. <laughs> anyway, I'm here to rub your feet. <laughs> Creepy. Totally. <laughs> um, but even when we're, even when I'm serving a client, I quote Erica nine times on a shift. Mm, That's really nice. You know, or I'm doing something that I've learned either from her or with her. And Tether Together is, it's so many things. Like one thing it for sure is, it's like giving appropriate credit. So like, I don't just take what Erica, her amazing isms and say them. I'm like, as Erica Livingston, mm-hmm. wise sage of the land of Bushwick, <laughs> um, always says is blah, 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 you know? And so we do really tether each other into those spaces. We And it is more like a web. Our business is more like a web than it is some kind of ladder or mm-hmm. stepping stone mm-hmm. or like you know, whatever we, whatever you imagine building a business is in this sort of upward patriarchal, um, skyscrapery way it, we, ours is it's landscape. Yeah. You know? And we've really learned that like, not because we like always known that deeply from within, but like, because when we were building things and thinking this is just a stepping stone, it was not. And you know what I mean? Like when we thought we were stepping up ladders, and that's how we were visioning it. It actually was not. And and we learned that 
you know, I wouldn't even say the hard way, but just like we, we learned what our mission was, what our ethics were and, um, who we were and what we stand for because of the, because of the ways we've been standing and what we've been going through and what feels good in, as we continue to grow and what feels good to us is authentic connection yeah, and working together and outside of competition, outside of comparing, and outside of, um, well, if that person is doing it, I can't, or if I'm doing it, that person can't. And that leads into this thing of, you know, tethering together is also an idea of all boats rise of tethering our boats to each other. We tether together so that when the tide comes in, if all the boats are tied together, then they all just kind of rise up together as one big formation. And that type of an analogy has really been something that we've been working with for a few years now and really helps us to explain, especially when we're in spaces with other doulas um, and Uh, you know, other people in general that we're working with, uh, that the more we support one another, the better everybody is. And another thing, the healthier individuals are, the healthier community is right. That's physically, emotionally, spiritually, mentally. So, you know, moving out of that scarcity model, like sharing your best resource abundantly without fear, you know, that's tethering together, that's tethering together. Um, Passing on a referral for a client to a fellow doula or sensing that a potential client might be a better fit for someone else and passing that forward, that's tethering together, Mm -hmm. you know, supporting someone's endeavor, um, even if you can't go to their event or support their GoFundMe or, um, you know, promote their new thing. Supporting people in your neighborhood, maybe at a different price point, um, because you want the people in your community to thrive. To thrive. Like there's a million ways that we could list about it. But essentially once we started to fall into that, when we started to see that when we tether together and all of the boats rise, it and feels we also good. it feels great. And we also talk a lot about this thing of the sun shines for everybody which is that there's enough to go around and all of that plays into the bigger mission of who we are as a business is it's easier to tether together when you can remember that the sun shines for everyone. You Have you ever seen that meme that's like equity isn't pie? Like you, like everyone having equity doesn't mean you get less pie. You know what I mean? Have you ever seen that? No, but I am thinking a lot about pie now. Yeah. I mean, in a good way. Yeah, we could make that happen later. It's New York. We mm-hmm. could get anything, anywhere, anytime. Pies and thighs. Pies and thighs. Key lime pie. <laughs> we're going to finish Sorry, this with a key lime I got like pie. so Sorry, lost. So we were like talking about something really deep, and then you were like, let's just something... hashtag surface pie. <laughs> <laughs> well, something we now know is if we bring up pie. It's harder for me to, like, stay with the thread. So if you get really hard and deep and, like, out there, you're, like, on Neptune with something, I just have to be like, pie. And then you're like, pie? And I'll be like, okay, time to wrap the episode, you know? (laughs) But it's the idea that, like, someone else having fairness doesn't mean you have unfairness, Mm -hmm. you know? Someone else having an opportunity doesn't mean you lose an opportunity. And sharing doesn't necessarily, like sharing energy if you are 
connected to an abundant community. Okay, now I'm just going to like really go hard here. Okay, did you know that like trees <laughs> communicate with each other through their roots and like feed yeah. each other? Okay, so they do that because if one tree like gets sick or gets dehydrated or depleted or dies, it affects the entire ecosystem. Yeah. So I'm not just like, ooh, I got this water source. I'm just going to suck everyone dry by holding this water source. America. Hashtag America. Um, I am actually going to just like take what I need and share all of the rest and make sure that everyone in my community is nourished. And yeah, it just that is actually what sustainable models are. And we believe that that will translate into what our business is for, you know, perpetuity. Be like a tree. Be like we're saying. Hashtag be like a tree. Yeah. Well, okay. So that's what tethering together is and where it comes from. Mm -hmm. And also how we got to that space. Yeah. I will tell a little story about the day that Erica and I met. Okay. Once upon a time. Once. Should we do the chime? We should have a Zephyr chime. Oh, yeah. I wish I had it here. Yeah. That's just. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Once upon a time, I was brand new to New York. And I'd been here for like six seconds and like got married and pregnant and like moved into my new apartment. And what it was a portal. like portal. And I had been here for like mm, almost a year, maybe almost exactly a year. And I was so lonely. Like if you've ever seen the movie WALL-E where like the little sad robot just like goes around the earth cleaning up the garbage and like really just like wants a friend and is just like compacting trash and then stacking it and compact. That was like what I was doing here Mm -hmm. in this space. And I, yeah, I just felt really vulnerable. And, and anyone who's ever moved to a new place knows that feeling started a new school. I'm sure everyone has had that feeling in a workplace, whatever. But in New York City, you can imagine that just being like extra, extra, extra. And then you're pregnant. And you're also like, wow, everything I've identified as and have done and has given me value. No one knows that there was nothing. There was no tether. Mm-hmm. Um, new relationship, all the things. So one day I was like sitting with myself in my lonely space, really vulnerably writing affirmations, so cute, (laughs) about the dream friend. And I was like, I have a friend. I was writing it in that affirmation way of like, it has already happened. Mm. I have a friend that I really like. I have a friend that's super creative. I have a friend that understands my path. I have a friend that I can trust. I have a friend that I laugh with. I have a friend that's super smart and cool. Like whatever I feel seen by someone, like just like writing that and writing that and writing that. And I got out of my like stuck space and took myself for the first time to a prenatal yoga class. So was that like, 800 inner obstacles. They oh my God. This me. is the first time I've ever realized that was the first one you'd been to. That was the first one I went to. Wow. That was the first one I went to. <clears throat> and I walked into this yoga class and right, you moved to New York, right? And everyone's cool and you're not. And like, you're Canadian 
and you're just like, hi, everyone. Like, everywhere you go, you're like, hi. And no one <laughs> wants to talk to you, and everyone thinks you're dumb, you know? That was the vibe I had been carrying for, like, a year. But I still was trying to be my shiny self and, like, my warm self. And I went to the space, but I did feel super awkward first day of school. And then here was this amazing person, and we were reading the same book, and afterwards, I lightly creeped her and lightly stalked her and made sure that I, like, oh, no, I have to, like, put my shoes on next to you. And we started talking, and I was signed up to go to, like, a mom, expectant mom meetup mm-hmm. later that night. Yeah. And I did invite you to come with me. Yeah. And so, like, we went. hmm And then, do you want to tell the rest of the story? Yeah, we went to that. We ate at a big table with a bunch of other expecting people. It was, like, kind of overwhelming, but cool. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, like, really intense. I definitely felt the pain of the wait staff there, of everybody being like, I'll have another seltzer. And I was just like, these people. <laughs> no one's so drinking. hard. Everyone's eating. Everyone's like, mm, I can't have that too wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, Is this safe for pregnancy, person that's never had a child? But it was nice. Like, a big group of us, definitely all first-time moms, I think, um, talking about pregnancy and what we were looking forward to and what was coming up in that moment. And then I gave you a ride home. Yes, in a very old truck. Yeah, this is my friend Robin's truck that she had let me borrow. It was bumpy. Um, love that truck. Yeah. I mean, look, I love an old truck. I That's love an old truck. I, I mean, I am Canadian. Southern so. Roots. Yeah, mm. we love old trucks. Um, go ahead and put that in a kind of tag. Mm-hmm. Loves old <laughs> trucks. Mm-hmm. Um and I, yeah, I took you home and then we decided to like sit in the car and talk for a while and we just like swapped stories about what's happening and we laughed so hard. I definitely we, think we both peed. We did laugh bit. so Sorry, Robin. Hard. I don't think there was pee like on the seats. I don't think it came like through the clothes and underwear, like yeah, all of that. Yeah. But there was definitely so much laughing. I think we sat in that car. I think one of the things we laughed the hardest about was that I could not get my seatbelt off. Yeah. So I was very <laughs> pregnant. And just couldn't get out of the seatbelt. Right. And I had to strap a strap. Yeah, that was good. Because it was a it was like a physical comedy routine. So we've yeah. been like swapping stories and making each other laugh in these other ways. But then it was like, okay, I guess we should probably go now. And then it was like, I can't get out of mm-hmm. here. Yeah, you weren't supposed to. <laughs> Meanwhile, like I looked at my phone and my husband had sent me like nine texts and six calls and was like, Are you dead? You know, like it was, yeah, it was we were sat parked outside mm-hmm. for over one hour. At least. If it was a date, we would have gone to second base. Yeah, totally. Yeah. In the truck. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> and that's, and I mean, the, really the rest is history. Because the rest then is history. it's like we texted the next day. And then, I mean, here we are seven years later. And, I mean, I have not really gone a day without some kind of text, connection, talk. Or at least just, wow, I really miss Laura. I haven't talked to her today. Um, cause I have to be at this family event or something. Um, <laughs> let me go to the bathroom real and quick then, and text her the real deal about what's going down here. Yeah. And what we really did in that moment was we tethered together. Mm. We both needed friendship. We both needed someone to hold hands and cross the threshold with. And then we did, and we never untethered and we've just been growing. At that point we were growing babies and then we started growing a business together And then we started growing more babies. We definitely, like, deeply, deeply needed each other Yeah, in both emotional, esoteric, like, 
soul fulfilling ways, but also in like very practical ways. Yeah. And that I think is just like an important thing to note on this idea of tethering together is like people need connection and community mm-hmm. and fellowship, as you call it, from your Southern Baptist, <laughs> recovering Southern Sometimes Baptist Sometimes it roots. will get a little revival in here. It might get That's a little. Okay. <laughs> Come around the snack table. That's right. Um, but sometimes people literally need you to physically show up and do something. Mm-hmm. Like the only reason that we were able to become doulas is because you could stay with my kid while I could do my first shifts with clients and I could stay with your kid while you did your first shifts with clients. And there was a literal physical, you know, wow, we actually can't move forward to the next phase of our lives if we don't have somebody to help us problem solve and actually show up. Mm -hmm. So, and I and one of the things that's really always reflected back to us, whether it's online or in person or whatever, is that how lucky we are. Yeah. And how grateful we need to always be. And the idea of the sun shining for all and us sort of like being in this like abundant space of sharing in this container that feels really good to both of us is that we don't just want to like bogart our friendship and like sort of be like, well, great. We've got this like unicorn mom bestie biz sitch and we're just going to like hide in the corner with that. We know that that everybody needs that and that like there aren't a ton of people that get that at that moment and that many people go many years into their business journey or like an entrepreneurial journey or a parenthood journey still looking for that. And mm-hmm. so like, if you're listening to this and like hearing this story is like bringing up tough feels because that would have been so nice if you'd have had that, like mm-hmm. we see that too, because we do get that reflected to us a lot. And so part of us showing up here is really to like share those vulnerable, tough moments of like, I didn't have a friend mm-hmm. and I had to work really hard to get one. And then I did, and it was great. And now here we are sharing our friendship with you. I think that is really an intention of this podcast is to share our friendship yeah, and to share the juiciest parts of it. And I think that for both of us as talkers, the juiciest parts of our friendship are when we're talking together. Yeah, for sure. And I think that that's, even if you don't identify as like an extrovert, most people- I don't people, even always identify with I that. I don't ever- Okay. I like, I can't, I cannot not be social in social settings, but Mm -hmm. I am an introvert. If I don't get my time alone, I'm not good for. Yeah. I just don't even know if those labels, like those labels might just be like so old or something. Well, like like, even if you, some people, people yeah, I don't think they do. Everyone needs all the things I think to some degree, but like if you don't identify as being like this overtly outward person, mm-hmm. you still need connection. You still sure. need community. And you still, still need deserve fellowship. a bestie. And you still deserve like friendship and fun and laughing and like having totally. a good time. And and to know you're not alone in feeling alone sometimes is enough to get through feeling alone until you're not alone. You yes, know? exactly. And so like this is also like anyone who ever wants to listen to this is welcome in this space. Yeah. And if you're listening to this and you're like, wow, I I feel so alone at this pivotal moment, this is like us literally saying into the portal of time, 
tether together with us. Yeah, we're here. Yeah. And we're not in your space physically with you, but like we are reaching across the time space continuum being like, <laughs> we do love you and we do see you and like you can be our bud, you know, and we, we are that's time very, traveling. We are time traveling. <laughs> time and space traveler. This is um, friendship time traveling. That, that should be the do. tagline. What was there the other is. one? I can't remember. We'll have to go back and listen. I think it was tethered together. We're definitely not too much. Yeah, definitely no, something, not. something like that. <laughs> um, so that's like that's kind of like who we are and what our deal is. And um, <clears throat> I feel like there's kind of two ways that people are going to come to this. They're either going to listen to this when we release it, and if you listen to it when we release it, you already kind of know us. So like, hey. And if you find this in like a couple of years and it truly is a time travel and you're like, I want to know who those crazy gals are, that's who we are. It's why we're here. Yep. What is to come is a little bit of a like follow the breadcrumbs Mm -hmm. for us as well as for you. We definitely want to share stuff about parenting. We definitely want to share things about doulaship. We definitely want to share things about our own personal journeys um, as people and Mm -hmm. women and artists um, too like artists I'm adopted I definitely want to talk about that like we're basically just making a container for the things that come up and frequently what was happening is that we were talking about that on our own and said this might actually be something other people would like to hear Mm. and so Mm -hmm. here it is here it is we're so glad you're here we are so glad you're here thanks for tethering together with us and we'll see you yeah, and we episode. hope we do hope that the permissioning of how scary it is to either say, "Can I come with you to that thing?" or "Would you like to come with me to this thing?" that might be a little less scary after listening. Yeah, and if there's a moment where you feel a little abundant in your bravery, where you could reach to somebody who looks like Wally, like walking around the earth like a little lonely robot you didn't look like wally i just want to say that the wally thing is like a good analogy (laughs) but definitely i wasn't like look at that pregnant woman over there that looks like wally (laughs) erica's telling us like she's so cool and like she's like like, really nice nice very outgoing and wearing that tie-dyed thing that you wore so much at the end of your pregnancy and you were so sweet and fun. You definitely were not like, oh, look at that robot packing trash. <laughs> packing the emotional trash of Earth. Yeah, I but it is that. funny too, right? Because what you see on the outside with people, whether you see like, oh my God, that's the most confident person I've ever seen. Or, oh my God, look at them. They're, they only ever have these amazing moments on social media or the opposite where the, you feel like I am the little robot, lonely robot packing trash. It's always a much deeper story. Like people are noticing your magic. If you don't think they are, people are. Mm -hmm. And if you think you're only seeing the shiny version of someone's life, there's always a moment where they feel like they're just packing trash, you know? And I think that just like ripping the veil back on that is always helpful. Whether Mm. that's about like business, whether that's about how people got to where they are, whether, you know, it's like the stories are always being shared after the fact instead of like in real time. And I think that when we're in, in real time, we need to know that other people were in real time and they face those things. And that us not knowing what to do with the next moment is like, just that is the human experience. Totally. So we don't know. 
episode Mm-mm. two. Tune in. <laughs> What's Come on in to be? find out. Um, we're supposed to say things, I think, like, um, if you like it, um, subscribe. Subscribe. And please leave us a review, especially if you already know us and what we are um, what cultivating we're all about. and mm-hmm. can give you. Um, it helps us to get in front of new people and call in more um, more friends. people and friends and to have our time travel friendship happen across a giant, giant, giant web. So thanks for being here. Hit the right Tag buttons. us in your socials. <laughs> <laughs> Do we just shit on the socials? Tag us in your socials. <laughs> okay, we love, we love you. you. Bye. Bye. Don't forget to subscribe.